welcome to Career Case Study, a podcast presented by the Carroll School of Management at Boston College. On today's episode, we talk with Rob Cabral, who is a product manager at GE Healthcare. Um, Rob talks to us about his time as a software engineer at Raytheon and then moving into the leadership development program at GE. Hope you enjoy. We can kind of jump in here and uh, if you want to tell me a little bit about the first job that you had after undergrad um, and then we can go from there, that would be great. Yes, awesome, awesome. Yeah, so I graduated from Northeastern back in 2008 and as part of uh, my time at Northeastern, I participated in the co-op program and my last co-op was with Raytheon. So I I was able to turn that co-op into a a full-time role uh, right after I graduated. And at the same time, I actually asked my, my co-op advisors if I could pursue uh, a master's in engineering. So that's exactly what I did. I, I was able to start my career with Raytheon as a software engineer, but also okay. continue at Northeastern as a, as a master's student, which I pursued for the next two years. Got so it. I was a software engineer in Marlboro, Massachusetts, as part of basically the air traffic control system. And I programmed... Uh, C++ for, for about two years until I completed my master's. And then that's when I, uh, I pivoted and I switched companies. I left Raytheon uh, in 2010, uh, June 2010. Mm-hmm. And I, I jumped over to, to GE as part of our, their leadership rotational program. It was called Edison Engineering Development Program. Uh, and I moved to, to Wisconsin for that program. Uh, awesome. So I guess, how did you go from such a technical background as a software engineer to kind of wanting to go back and get an MBA? Yeah, great question. I, I always had aspirations to pursue my MBA. And I thought, you know, I needed an MBA to rise in, in the, the corporate ladder and really to, to gain a, a management position. So for the first about six years of my career, I had given it some thought to, to pursue an MBA. I just wasn't sure if I wanted to pursue it as a, as a part-time student or, or take a break and yeah, go absolutely. back as a full-time student. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So, you know, it could be very expensive to, to pursue your MBA, right? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Going through it right now. <laughs> so I was, you know, weighing the opportunity cost and ultimately I decided that if I could get it sponsored by my company, GE, that I would go back part-time and that's exactly what I did. Got it. Uh, my, my initial intentions were really to pursue uh, really a leadership position within engineering. And then, of course, I was going through the program, and the program uh, opened my eyes. I, I took one course in particular. Uh, I think it was a, a, a pivot for me, uh, International Entrepreneurship with Greg Stoller in the summer of 2015. Okay. And that really opened my eyes because I, I've always had an a entrepreneurial spirit wanted to start my own company. And I got that uh, perspective from him as to what it would take to be an entrepreneur uh, on the global stage. And right. he actually introduced me to a, to a new course that uh, I hadn't considered. It was an international consulting project in, mm-hmm. in China or you know, consulting for a Chinese company. Right. And I, from that, I got the global experience. So I, I then began thinking, you know, is this really what, I'm, what, I'm, what I wanted to do? Do I really want to pursue a leadership role within engineering or should I also think about entrepreneurship? Should I think about marketing? Mm-hmm. And that really led me to another elective at, at the school, 
Uh, it was called product planning and strategy. Yeah. And in that uh, is where I got the exposure to, to product management. And I hadn't even considered product management at all. Uh, and then in that course is when I realized that in, in product management, uh, it's really the intersection of, of technology, user design, and business. And it's Excellent. exactly what I've been looking for. I wanted to apply my technical skills more in, in the business sense. And product management was just that. It wasn't pure sales. It wasn't pure technology, but it's, it's the intersection of the two. So I could really leverage my background to, to this new area where I was gaining the skills at the uh, Boston College Gotcha. Uh, with the MBA and apply them right on the job. So that's when I started looking seriously into, into product management. Gotcha. So what was your role at GE while you were um, in school pursuing your MBA? I know it wasn't product management at first, but it seems like it may have turned into that after exposure to some of these courses. Yeah, during the MBA, I was actually a lead engineer. So okay. for systems engineering and also as, a, as an automation engineer, I had a dual role. And in that, that's my next step was actually to get some sort of management role within engineering. And I thought the MBA would, would help me out with that. And certainly, I, I think I could have achieved it. But then uh, going through the process, the MBA, I, I got exposure to, to product management, product planning, and strategy, the course. Awesome. And it opened my eyes to product management. And it was not uh, an easy transition, actually. So I did graduate with the MBA in, in May of 2016. Okay. And it was not automatic. I, I it, it so happened that someone who had I had been working very closely with, a uh, product manager for the products that I was working on as an engineer, mm-hmm. he got promoted. So I reached out to the uh, to the manager. I introduced myself. I had just recently graduated with the MBA, and it so happened that the opening was there, and I and I interviewed for it, and I and I got it. So I ended awesome. up getting in that in that role in just three months after I graduated from the MBA. That was in uh, September or August 2016. Gotcha. So you've been at that role now since about you know, you know almost three years, two and a half, three years ish, um, is is kind of the timeline that we're looking at. I, 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 had a, I had a quick question that kind of came up as you were talking. Um, coming from a technical background like yourself. Have that has have you seen that your skills in terms of coding have been extremely valuable in something like product management? I know a lot of myself and a lot of classmates um, at the Carroll School right now who are interested in technology. We're brushing up and learning a lot of data analytics tools, learning the basics of code. You kind of came from that background, so do you think that kind of gave you a leg up into product management, kind of having that view already? I would say yes, definitely. Uh, you don't necessarily need the background, but it, it certainly helps because right now my products are both hardware and software based. Got so it. just having that background, I, I have the credibility with the engineers to be able to you know, speak to them, to influence them and, and to be one of them. Right. So that's, that goes a long way. I mean, in, in product management, you don't have direct reports, right. but the only way really to get things done is through through influencing and to have that credibility, that background uh, certainly helps a, a ton. Got it. Got it. Sorry, backing up for a second. Um, you said that you took a role in Wisconsin with GE as part of their leadership uh, development program. How'd you wind up back in Boston? Yeah. So I kind of planned that, uh, you know, thinking two or three steps ahead, I had four different rotations. I knew I wanted to end up back in Boston. So I purposely made uh, my second and third rotation outside of uh, Wisconsin you know, Massachusetts. 
Okay, so my first, it. my first two were actually in Wisconsin. My third one was in, in upstate New York. And then the opportunity came up for a couple of different roles in the Boston area. One was a software engineering role and the other one was a, a role in life sciences uh, in systems engineering. I ended up taking the one in systems engineering and uh, I ended up staying there permanently. Uh, and this is where I'm at today. Got it. Uh, at the same company. Yeah. Got it. So when you were kind of evaluating some of the business schools in the area, um, I know there's a lot of options here in Boston. What made you, what drew you to BC and ultimately why did you decide to pursue your MBA at BC compared to some of the other schools in the area? Yeah, that's a great question. And I'm sure you, you uh, had the same uh, thought <laughs> process uh, <laughs> when, you, when you were looking at different schools in the area. Yeah. So BC uh, stood out to me. I know it had a great reputation in terms of a, a part-time program and also a full-time program as well. Uh, what I really liked about the BC program was uh, the flexibility that it had uh, in terms of be, being able to take courses as a cohort so sometimes as a part-time student, you, you, you feel like you're alienated from the rest of the school because you're just taking one course at a time. Sure. I really like the cohort aspect, and that's how I started in the program. I really like the fact that you could also uh, really take some, some – so the courses that you've taken at other schools, um, I was able to get some credit for them. I was able to get credit for stats, uh, okay. for operations Got management, it. and uh, – equivalency for, for marketing. So that was huge to be able to finish the program a lot faster. Um, and then what I thought was unique as well with, with BC was the ability to take courses with, with the full-time program in my second year. Right. Um, so that was awesome to be able to do the networking then because part of the reason I wanted to go back to school was not just uh, for the content, but also for the networking. Absolutely. Um, and then one other thing that really stood out to me was, was um, the experiences. Uh, I came from Northeastern where we had the co-op program, uh, experiential learning. And uh, I saw that BC has something very similar in terms of uh, being able to apply what you learned. So the, I mentioned a few other courses uh, earlier, the international consulting projects. I took two of those. I went to China for, for one and then to Latin America and Chile awesome. for the other. Awesome. So those were awesome courses to be able to apply what I had learned and also to be able to network with the full-time student. And then the third one was uh, Tech Trek. Tech Trek was awesome. I, I got an opportunity to go out to, to Seattle and to San Francisco uh, to, to go to many of the companies that are there in Silicon Valley, including right. Google, Apple, you know, Starbucks. So that experience was uh, life-changing. Uh, and I thought that was very unique that, that Boston College had and that I, I didn't see anywhere else. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. Those trips are, are highly rated um, by all of the students. We, we've talked to a lot of full-time students on this podcast before, but it'd be very interesting to hear from a part-time student's perspective. How did you find managing both work and school while you were, while you were back at BC? Did you take one class, two classes during that time period? Um, and I guess maybe like some tips and tricks that worked for you in terms of ma managing work, schoolwork, and then work work. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, cool. Good question. So I started out in a cohort program where I took two courses at a time, and I thought that was very manageable. I come from an engineering background, so I, I thought the the courses in engineering were a lot, of course, more rigorous than business. So I thought the two courses at a time was was something that I could do. And then I actually did two courses again in in the spring of 2015. In the summer, I thought I I, I really wanted to accelerate my my schedule. 
So what I mm-hmm. ended up doing actually, I ended up taking five courses that summer, and I and I got really wow. uh, creative with it. There were a couple of courses that were uh, one was in the mid afternoon, and the other one was in, was a one week course. Okay. That I was able to to to, um, to complete in one week, and then I did a directed readings as well that summer. Uh, I know some of the students actually end up taking a, the summer off and then continuing in, in the in the fall. I decided that I wanted to accelerate my uh, my time there at BC, and mm-hmm. I and I this is what I did. I completed five in that summer. The following fall, I took four, including one of the consulting projects uh, and tech trek. And then I completed the MBA that spring of 2016. I ended up taking four, wow. including the international consulting project, and balancing school and, and work was, was very interesting. My, my wife at the time, she, she was also enrolled in uh, graduate school. Okay. That definitely helped because she understood where I was coming from. Right. Uh, and, then, and then through work, uh, I had a really good relationship with my boss. So even when I took the, the week off to do that one week course, he understood what I was doing. I was just taking vacation time off. Got it. Uh, and it's really a matter of prioritizing your, your you know, both work and and the things you have to do in the school sometimes you, you just have to give up your weekend right or your your evening to go to right. those courses um and i did end up picking a couple of just two courses that were uh, hybrid courses that met very few times in person and then on and met the other times online that was tech track and also uh, managing business in society okay. uh, so that made it a lot easier because i didn't have to travel to campus Right, so right. all the time and, and they made it managing uh, and, and juggling the, the work and, and, and school a lot easier. Awesome. But it was really around, you know, having the, the ambition to complete it a lot faster and, 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 uh, and having the, <laughs> uh, the determination to do that. So that's what really helped me. Uh, yeah. Just have a, a goal in mind as a part-time student that when you want to finish by and then go ahead and, uh, and, 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 pursue that uh that goal that you have and i and i think that that's what drove me to to complete it as fast as i did great yeah that's great so shifting a little bit to your current employer ge um obviously like we just talked about managing school and work can be very challenging um what about ge has kind of kept you there i know i'm sure you probably had a lot of options coming out of school if you wanted to pursue a different career path but seems like that seems like you're happy at ge so i guess during your time your time now what's been really great about ge that you want to stay there and want to you know move up through the ranks of the leadership at that company yeah so i initially started at ge uh, what got me there was really the people, I would say the products and, and the impact I was going to be making in that industry. So I'm in G healthcare in particular, I'm, I'm in the life sciences industry. So I have my products make a direct impact on the lives of people, right. whether you, on yourself or, you know, you may know someone who, uh, who's impacted by, uh, by a disease or something of the like mm-hmm. what has kept me there is really the support that I've, I've received uh throughout the years uh, i got sponsored to to take several trainings through ge uh obviously i got sponsored i mentioned earlier right with the mba uh and i continue to get roles that are of increasing responsibility they've trusted me along along the way to to really you know just i would say uh, to, to be, they, they're very flexible with me 
Okay. They've been very flexible. And I've had so much uh, ability to, to really make an impact uh, with my product line, right? So a lot of people may think that product managers should have a certain number of years of experience, mm -hmm. uh, but they trusted me very early on to, to take on this responsibility where I would be speaking directly to customers, traveling all over the world with limited uh, supervision, uh, I really have uh, enjoyed my time uh, in this role in the company, and it, it looks like it's only going to get better. Uh, the, great, the impact that I'm making, it's, it's, uh, it's, you can clearly see uh, with, the, with the business results. And just recently, uh, I know you mentioned I, I, that I've been in the role for three years. I actually got a promotion into a senior product manager role oh, awesome. in February <laughs> of, of, this, of this year. Thank you. Thank you. That's great. So again, they keep... Um, you know, they, they keep giving me additional responsibility, trusting me. Yeah. And, and I'm able to really uh, accomplish what I, what I want in, in my career and also in, in the, in the products that I manage. That's great. Um, so maybe just to give a little bit more context without going into too much detail, um, can you talk a little bit about the most exciting thing that you've worked on while you, while you've been at GE? Yeah. Yeah. The, actually. So we were, working uh, on an MPI, new product introduction, that would be moving some of the production of my single-use mixers from Westboro to, to Sweden, believe it or not. Mm -hmm. And in that project, uh, we've been able to accomplish so many things, um, including reducing the, the lead times for our customers from about 20 weeks to 10 to 12 weeks, wow. and also increasing the, the profit margin immensely by 19 percentage points. Um, so that's been huge. Uh, I completed that project uh, January of 2018. Okay. Uh, it, I started it right when I started the role, uh, you know, that fall of 2016. So the impact that I've been able to make uh, on the product line has been uh, amazing. And, and it's been a very cross-functional role where I've been being able to interact with people from all over the world, from China to China, uh, Sweden, yeah. Uh, and different functions as well, engineering, uh, marketing, right? So, you know, yeah. and then traveling to customer sites, uh, we accomplished essentially what they've uh, been asking for. They've been talking about how pricey we are and also that the lead times are a little long. Mm -hmm. So in this project, uh, we've been able to cut down the lead times and then reduce uh, the prices as well. That's great. Yeah, it sounds like a great blend between, um, you know, customer facing a little bit of travel where you're not on the road 24 seven. So it seems like a kind of a great role for you. Um, if you could, no, no, it's great. It's great. Yeah. Um, if you could think about some of, some of the skills that you have now in your current role, um, what do you think some of those skills are that MBA should be learning today as they take their next step or their first step, I should say into product management right after school? Yeah, you already mentioned one of them. I would say the data analytics is huge. Okay. Uh, even some, some programming, some more formal programming uh, would help out as well. Leadership skills definitely uh, continue uh, getting involved on campus. Uh, those leadership positions are, I would say, uh, are huge. I took on a leadership position as part of my international consulting project, leading mm -hmm. a team going to Latin America. So that was huge in, in terms of um, my ability to, to really, I would say, uh, what would I say? 
really just uh, be hands-on, mm-hmm. uh, not just with the, the, the content that I was learning in the MBA course, but also exerting my influence and skills, leadership skills, teamwork skills, all those things I was able to do during that project. Uh, and that, that really translated directly to my current job. Uh, uh, it's an international role. And I'm interacting with people from different cultures. Yeah. Uh, and 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 I, I would say, you know, the international entrepreneurship course plus the international consulting projects, all of those have helped me uh, in in terms of interact the 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 ability to interact with uh, those people in in different countries. Yeah. So yeah, yeah I would say influential skills, leadership skills, and and teamwork skills are are really uh, important in in product management. Absolutely. So if you could think of um, yourself back as a, either a first year or second year, kind of what's one piece of advice that you would pass along to uh, students that are looking at business schools, looking at Boston College, um, first year looking for internships or like myself, second year getting ready to start their next job? Um, what's kind of one thing that you wish you knew back when you were in school? Yeah, good question. I would say... Keep an open mind. I, I came in thinking I was I wanted to pursue a leadership role within engineering, and I made a pivot during business school that into product management, and I had no idea about uh, you know the discipline at all. I yeah. would say keep an open mind and and explore uh, the different uh, possibilities that that the MBA has to offer. I would say yes, it's, it's important to 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 really do well in the courses that you're taking, mm-hmm. but more so what's most important I would say is, is your networking with your peers and getting involved on campus. I, I, I feel like that's really what allowed me to, to branch out and, and, and think about uh, other career paths. Yeah, uh, if I had just really been concentrating just on the courses, I, I never would have uh, pivoted like I did. So keep an open mind and, and, uh, uh, and, and consider other, other areas of, of, uh, of, you know, where you could pursue your career. 